It's March the 11th. Let's read the Bible. Welcome back, friends, to our year-long journey from Genesis to Revelation in one year. Here in March, we are deep inside the wonderful book of Deuteronomy, the second law. This is the recording of the final words of Moses, just days before his death, as he is about to die, knowing that the people of God under Joshua are going to cross the Jordan River and conquer the promised land. They needed to be reminded of what God had done, of all of God's promises, of the mistakes they had made in the past, and they needed to be reminded to obey God and to understand the consequences of disobedience. So that's where we are. And today we've come to Deuteronomy chapters 10, 11, and 12, in which Moses is just going to go a little bit deeper. This is who God is. This is the promises he has made. And this is what you must do regarding the pagan nations when you come into the land. So let's jump in now. Deuteronomy chapter 10. The Lord said to me at that time, cut two stone tablets like the first ones and come to me on the mountain and make a wooden ark. I will write on the tablets the words that were on the first tablets you broke and you were to place them in the ark. So I made an ark of acacia wood, cut two stone tablets like the first ones and climbed the mountain with the two tablets in my hand. Then on the day of the assembly, the Lord wrote on the tablets what had been written previously, the Ten Commandments that he had spoken to you on the mountain from the fire. The Lord gave them to me and I went back down the mountain and placed the tablets in the ark I had made. They've remained there as the Lord commanded me. The Israelites traveled from Beeroth B'nai Jaakon to Moserah. Aaron died and was buried there, and Eleazar, his son, became priest in his place. They traveled from there to Gudgodah and from Gudgodah to Jobathah, a land flowing, a land with flowing streams. At that time, the Lord set apart the tribe of Levi to carry the ark of the Lord's covenant, to stand before the Lord to serve him and to pronounce blessings in his name as it is today. For this reason, Levi does not have a portion or inheritance like his brothers. The Lord is his inheritance as the Lord your God told him. I stayed on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights like the first time. The Lord also listened to me on this occasion. He agreed not to annihilate you. Then the Lord said to me, get up, continue your journey ahead of the people so that they may enter and possess the land I swore to give their ancestors. And now Israel. What does the Lord your God ask of you except to fear the Lord your God by walking in all his ways, to love him and to worship the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul? Keep the Lord's commands and statutes I am giving you today for your own good. The heavens, indeed the highest heavens, belong to the Lord your God, as does the earth and everything in it. Yet the Lord had his heart set on your ancestors and loved them. He chose their descendants after them. He chose you out of all the peoples as it is today. Therefore, circumcise your hearts and don't be stiff-necked any longer. For the Lord, your God, is the God of gods and Lord of lords, the great, mighty, and awe-inspiring God, showing no partiality and taking no bribe. He executes justice for the fatherless and the widow and loves the resident alien, giving him food and clothing. You are also to love the resident aliens, since you were resident aliens in the land of Egypt. You were to fear the Lord your God and worship him. Remain faithful to him and take oaths in his name. 
He is your praise and he is your God who has done for you these great and awe-inspiring works your eyes have seen. Your ancestors went down to Egypt, 70 people in all, and now the Lord your God has made you numerous like the stars of the sky. Deuteronomy 11. Therefore, love the Lord your God and always keep his mandate and his statutes ordinances, and commands. Understand today that it is not your children who experienced or saw the discipline of the Lord your God, his greatness, strong hand, that outstretched arm, his signs and the works he did in Egypt to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and all his land, what he did to Egypt's army, its horses and chariots, when he made the water of the Red Sea flow over them as they pursued you, and he destroyed them completely. What he did you to you in the wilderness until you reach this place, and what he did to Dathan, Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, the Reubenite, when in the middle of the whole Israelite camp, the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them, their households, their tents, and every living thing with them. Your own eyes have seen every great work the Lord has done. Keep every command I am giving you today so that you may have the strength to cross into and possess the land you are to inherit, and so that you may live long in the land the Lord swore to your your ancestors to give them and their descendants a land flowing with milk and honey. For the land you are entering to possess is not like the land of Egypt from which you have come, where you sowed your seed and irrigated by hand as in a vegetable garden. But the land you are entering to possess is a land of mountains and valleys, watered by rain from the sky. It is a land the Lord your God cares for. He is always watching over it from the beginning to the end of the year. If you carefully obey my commands, I am giving you today to love the Lord your God and worship him with all your heart and all your soul. I will provide rain for your land in the proper time, the autumn and spring rains, and you will harvest your grain, new wine and fresh oil. I will provide grass in your fields for your livestock. You will eat and be satisfied. Be careful that you are not enticed to turn aside, serve and bow and worship to other gods. Then the Lord's anger will burn against you. He will shut the sky and there will be no rain. The land will not yield its produce and you will perish quickly from the good land the Lord is giving you. Imprint these words of mine on your hearts and minds. Bind them as a sign on your hands and let them be a symbol on your foreheads. Teach them to your children, talking about them when you sit in your house and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your city gates so that as long as the heavens are above the earth, your days and those of your children may be many in the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors, for if you carefully observe every one of these commands I'm giving you to follow, to love the Lord your God, walk in all his ways, and remain faithful to him, the Lord will drive out all these nations before you, and you will drive out nations greater and stronger than you are. Every place the sole of your foot treads will be yours. Your territory will extend from the wilderness to Lebanon and from the Euphrates River to the Mediterranean Sea. No one will be able to stand against you. The Lord your God will put fear and dread of you in all the land where you set foot as he has promised you. Look, Today I set before you a blessing and a curse. There will be a blessing if you obey the commands of the Lord your God I am giving you today, and a curse if you do not obey the commands of the Lord your God and you turn aside from the path I command you today by following other gods you have not known. 
When the Lord your God brings you into the land you are entering to possess, you are to proclaim the blessing at Mount Gerizim and the curse at Mount Ebal. Aren't these mountains across the Jordan, beyond the western road in the land of the Canaanites, who live in Arabah, opposite Gilgal, near the oaks of Moreh? For you are about to cross the Jordan to enter and take possession of the land the Lord your God has given you. When you possess it and settle in it, be careful to follow all the statutes and ordinances I set before you today. Deuteronomy chapter 12. Be careful to follow these statutes and ordinances in the land that the Lord, the God of your ancestors, has given you to possess all the days you live on the earth. Destroy completely all the places where the nations that you are driving out worship their gods, on the high mountains, on the hills, and under every green tree. Tear down their altars, smash their sacred pillars, burn their ashtray poles, cut down the carved images of their gods, and wipe out their names from every place. Don't worship the Lord your God this way. Instead, turn to the place the Lord your God chooses from all your tribes to put his name for his dwelling and go there. You are to bring there your burnt offerings and sacrifices, your tents and personal contributions, your vow offerings and free will offerings, and the firstborn of your herds and flocks. You will eat there in the presence of the Lord your God and rejoice with your household in everything you do because the Lord your God has blessed you. You are not to do as we are doing here today. Everyone is doing whatever seems right in his own sight. Indeed, you've not yet come into the resting place in the inheritance the Lord your God has given you. When you cross the Jordan and live in the land the Lord your God has given you to inherit, and he gives you rest from all the enemies around you, and you live in security, then the Lord your God will choose the place to have his name dwell. Bring there everything I command you, your burnt offering sacrifices, offerings of the tenth, personal contributions, and all your choice offerings you vow to the Lord. You will rejoice before the Lord your God, you, your sons and daughters, your male and female slaves, and the Levite who is within your city gates, since he has no portion or inheritance among you. Be careful not to offer your burnt offerings in all the sacred places you see. You must offer your burnt offerings only in the place the Lord chooses in one of your tribes, and there you must do everything I command you. But whenever you want, you may slaughter and eat meat within any of your city gates, according to the blessing the Lord your God has given you. Those who are clean or unclean, those who are clean or unclean may eat it, as they would a gazelle or deer, but you must not eat the blood. Pour it out on the ground like water. Within your city gates, you may not eat the tenth of your grain, new wine or fresh oil, the firstborn of your herd or flock, any of your vow offerings that you pledge, your free will offerings or your personal contributions. You are to eat them in the presence of the Lord your God at the place the Lord your God chooses you, your son or daughter, your male and female slave and the Levite who is within your city gates. Rejoice before the Lord your God in everything you do and be careful not to neglect the Levite as long as you live in your land. When the Lord your God enlarges your territory as he has promised you and you say, I want to eat meat because you have a strong desire to eat meat, you may eat it whenever you want. If the place where the Lord your God chooses to put his name is too far from you, you may slaughter any of your herd or flock he has given you as I have commanded you and you may eat it within your city gates whenever you want. Indeed, 
You may eat it as the gazelle and deer are eaten. Both the clean and the unclean may eat it, but don't eat the blood, since the blood is the life and you must not eat the life with the meat. Do not eat blood. Pour it on the water. Pour it on the ground like water. Do not eat it so that you and your children after you will prosper because you will be doing what is right in the Lord's sight. But you are to take the holy offerings you have and your vow offerings and go to the place the Lord chooses. Present the meat and blood of your burnt offerings on the altar of the Lord your God. The blood of your other sacrifices is to be poured out beside the altar of the Lord your God. But you may eat the meat. Be careful to obey all these things I command you so that you and your children after you may prosper forever because you will be doing what is good and right in the sight of the Lord your God. When the Lord your God annihilates the nations before you, which you are entering to take possession of, and you drive them out and live in the land, be careful not to be ensnared by their ways after they have been destroyed before you. Do not inquire about their gods asking, how did these nations worship? Worship. How did these nations worship their gods? I also do the same. You must not do the same to the Lord your God because they practice every detestable act which the Lord hates for their gods. They even burn their sons and daughters in the fire to their gods. Be careful to do everything I command you. Do not add anything to it or take anything away from it. These things are not difficult. Problem is always in the heart. That's why God warned his people, don't be stiff-necked, which means to be haughty, think you know better than God. God's ways are not difficult. He has told us what he wants. He wants our heart. He wants our obedience. He wants us to serve him. And he says, if you will serve me, I will bless you. In every way, I'll bless you abundantly. I'll bless you every place that you go. So today, wherever you go, let us go with whole hearts. Let's rejoice. That was in this text. Did you notice that? Rejoice. Go and obey and rejoice in all the blessings of the Lord. And God will go with you. So go out and have a great day, folks. Enjoy the blessings of God. Serve him with joy, with all your heart. Come back tomorrow. We'll do this again. God bless, folks. See you then.